another jags podcast this is episode 86 i'm joined here with my boy mike what's up mike what's up playboy you can find him at brodell hagans but i i cannot vouch for any of his tweets he's a little provocative he's they little, are not good yeah he's a little um vulgar sometimes eh, not really but we keep it clean here at another jags podcast because we understand yep. that the jags are for everybody if you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, we are at another Jags pod. We are on Facebook and Instagram at another Jags podcast, but really we're on YouTube and we try to do some live shows. We do like one or two a week. So follow that and subscribe so that we know that you're out there. You can follow my personal Twitter at J 904. And uh, I think um, that's enough plugging personally for no, social no, no swoop, no, <laughs> no Twitch, no, no Twitch, no, nothing like that. So uh, we, I haven't got a chance to talk to Mike yet about what he thinks about the the Chiefs game. We've done a couple daily mailbags, but give Mike, give us your thoughts on the Jags-Chiefs game. It sucks that Foles got injured. Defense did not look good. Um, besides that, though, there were some encouraging parts. Chark looked really good. Conley looked good. Um, I thought Jawan Taylor looked good. Fournette looks like a completely different running back than last season, so that's always encouraging. Yeah, it just it's super unfortunate about the Foles injury. I was really excited to see him play this year. We talked so much on this podcast about like what can't happen. And it was like Foles can't get Number injured. one, yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. So let's just move away because obviously that's done. It's happening. He, I think the latest reports is that he's eyeing a week 11 return. Yeah. So let's just, you know, elephant in the room. The Jaguars have been obsessed with Gardner Minshew. They are obsessed. What, he's, what, he's taken over. Cole Farley's video was pretty good. How do you feel about Gardner? I'm I'm worried. He was a six-round draft pick for a reason. He he's so he's so smart. We've seen plays he's made, but in this league, they tendencies are caught on so quickly. The second there's footage on you, it's a completely different ball game. But I'm excited for him. He's smart, accurate. I just think that lack of arm strength and I think a, a lack of weapons kind of injures him in the long run. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can't say much about the lack of weapons because that's. We've been talking about that all offseason. But I don't know if I would agree with you on the lack of arm strength. On the play where he threw the touchdown pass to D.D. Westbrook, he was rolling out to his left, mm-hmm. threw the ball to D.D. Westbrook, and Westbrook visibly... Was still in stride, for sure. But still, like, rolling to his left and hit D.D. behind him. And, like, you could tell Westbrook had trouble, like... It was, like, it was ring. Charged, No, the touchdown I'm talking about was D.D. Oh, Westbrook. Oh, the yeah. one rolling to the left, I'm yeah. sorry. And he caught the ball, and you could see where, like... Westbrook had trouble catching the ball because of the velocity. Yeah. So I don't know if arm strength and he made, I mean, he made that throw to DJ Chark on the sideline. That was like 30 yards. He hit that play action for Chark on that long middle of the field and the play action on the post. Do you think there's a, uh, a difference between Bortles throwing the pass? Cause Bortles is pretty, is known for a pretty strong arm. Do you think there's any difference there at all? I think Minshew and Bortles could have comparable arm strength. Yeah. It's all about technique. Mostly. And I think Minshew makes better decisions. Yeah. I think he takes care of the ball. The the, the throw I'm talking about on the, the throw to B.D. Westbrook, what got me was that the pocket collapsed on Minshew. Any other quarterback would have dumped it down to Fournette, who was like the safety valve, the run and the flare, and gotten two to five yards with Fournette. But Minshew decided to extend the play with his legs in the face of pressure, 
kind of like backpedaled, waited for Westbrook to complete his crossing route and hit him for the touchdown. And that's the difference between like a five-yard gain and a touchdown. And those are the moments that separate quarterbacks like Bortles and Minshew. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm encouraged. Look, I don't care who's game planning. I don't care how long you've had a week of preparation. You go out there and go 22 for 25. That's taking care of the football. They only had one drive that was like less than six plays. So when Minshew went in, like they were sustaining drives. They were also rushing four and dropping seven at a time. There was a point that the Chiefs were down seven. You can't tell me that. Down seven. Yeah, it was like 20 to 13. You mean up seven? We're up seven, yeah. Yeah. So you can't tell me they were like going to their four minute defense. But they, they have, but they still have Pat Mahomes, so that makes a huge difference. That changes the style of defense that you can call. Style of plays. You don't think that makes a difference at all? No. I mean, the Jags were rushing four and they were down. I mean, everyone rushes four. Okay. And that's the way that it is. I mean, Minshew played well. I think you he can say whatever well. you want, but he, he played absolutely well. played well. But I mean, he was going up against a pretty good Houston defense, and he's a rookie and was a six round draft pick for a reason. Yeah, but you can say that about anybody. You can say about anyone that was overdrafted or anyone that was underdrafted. Okay. So. Just because and he they was, were drafted, he was never recruited mean, either, though. Isn't there's any he wasn't recruited ever? No, I I take more stock in the fact that Saban wanted him to come on as, as a, a backup. as a backup. Yeah, I take more well, as a as a they, there's a reason he didn't want him to start. But still, an Alabama backup, it's it's more about Saban wanting him to be like the graduate assistant job, things like that. Like, there's more to say about that that no one wanted to recruit him, and the fact that Mike Leach wanted him. That's Saban what, and Le- what, Saban what, and Leach. What, what coaches him. or what quarterbacks has Leach put out though? Luke Falk. That's a practice squad on the Jets. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, who, what does that matter? The history of who they've put out? Who has Saban put out? Would no you, exactly. And would you trust him? No, I wouldn't. You would for, not trust for, Saban. For a quarterback, you I Saban. For a quarterback, If Saban I came out and was like, hey, this guy will be an NFL quarterback, you'd be like, no, Saban doesn't know anything. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't take it for a complete gold Okay, well, no one's saying that. Okay. But you're saying no one. He was six round for he a reason. Well, he wasn't recruited. He wasn't recruited out of high school, but once everyone saw their community ability. college, ECU. He couldn't even win the job at ECU. And then what happened? Then he got a good year at Washington State. Yeah. And then what happened? He got drafted in the sixth round. And then what happened? He played like shit in the, in the preseason. And then what happened? He played pretty well and lost <laughs> against the Chiefs. Pretty well? You would call 22 for 25 pretty well? That's it's really... That's what that's I'm like. That's, that's where our misunderstanding is here. Yep. So Nick Foles last year tied the NFL record for consecutive passes. Who do you think he shared that record with? Peyton Manning. No. Andrew Luck. Was the number one draft pick in, in our lifetime. Keep going. No. I, I either one of those. It. No. Uh, Carson Wentz. Nope. Um, Number one draft pick. He was Cam two. Newton. Nope. And that's it's the record was I believe seventeen or eighteen straight passes, and he ended up with a fantastic completion percentage. RG three. No. Number one. Right. Yeah. David Carr. Who's the answer? Oh, I would never got. Yeah, that. and yeah. he set all type all, all sorts of records. I mean, would you consider him a all sorts of record? Just that one. Yeah. What other records has he set? In that one game, well, what has Gardner Minshew set? He has set the most completed passes in his first start since 1992. Okay. He set a single-season college passing record. Single-season college passing record? Really? At Washington State. Uh, Okay, at Washington State. Okay. Did he lead the league in passing yards? 
Did he lead the league? He led the college football in passing yards, yeah. Okay. Was he a Heisman finalist? He was. He was? Yeah. Okay. So now we're starting to stack up. How many many of those can you stack up for David Carr? David Carr was actually a Heisman finalist. He finished higher for the Heisman. Okay. And was the number one draft pick. Okay. Yeah. Who else? Besides that, he'll held the NFL record for most consecutive completions in a game. I mean, I feel like these are pretty comparable things. And David Carr maybe ended up being a good quarterback. He was okay, but I feel you. Who but cares? Saying, no, I, I really want Gardner. Apples I want Gardner to play well, and I think he. I, I'm just. That's apples and oranges. Okay, I'm just saying records. Okay, and, and records. he wasn't. So you brought up one person the record, and he brought up another person the record, and then you're trying to compare them. Two average quarterbacks is what I'm saying. Okay, you don't know though if they're average. Okay. Just because they both hold a single but record. But you're holding all the you're holding all this merits, you're holding all this weight in this one a few records. Oh, he said all these records. I'm eighteen straight completions. I'm just is using no easy that feat. to show you that I'm optimistic, okay. whereas I'm you're optimistic as you're well. writing him off as average quarterback, quote unquote. Okay, well. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You think he's gonna be average, and I think like an what average you, quarterback doesn't go twenty two for twenty three in his first start. And that so what are you expecting out of him? Pro Bowls? In his first start ever? I'm expecting him to make some mistakes. I'm expecting him to... to no, what are you expecting out of his career? What do you expect out of Gardner Minshew? I don't know. Okay. But I'm... Fair enough. I think it could be good. Okay. If you were going to... I feel like we're, some fans are crowning him already. If you were going to pronounce the next Tom Brady, if you were going to, and then you had to pick someone... There's never... a Six Super Bowls? Yeah. Let's say... No, I'm not, I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about like where he... Like being drafted late and ended up being like a superstar. Okay. I would start with someone who, in their very first game, played better than anyone else has ever done in their first game. In a game that the opponent was up multiple touchdowns. Ten points. Multiple touchdowns. that has a, a bad defense, historically bad defense. As of last year, they were historically bad. Yeah, I mean, this, those are all good points. And we'll see against Houston what happens. Yeah. But I'm not going to call him an average quarterback. I'm, I'm not an, aver- an average quarterback would be. I think that's if anything that's praise. He was a six round quarterback rookie. I feel an average quarterback is. You, why do you care so much about where he was drafted? Who that, cares? That doesn't. I mean, it happens cares? for a reason. No, it doesn't. That's it doesn't. the dumbest thing my entire life. What about Taven Bryan. Okay. What about Yannick Ngakwe? The list goes on and on. Like, a third round draft pick is so pretty fantastic. Okay, so we could, where he was drafted defines who he is. So you got to have faith because you he's showing faith. you. That he's 22 of 25 okay. against an NFL defense okay. that has a premier D end, a premier safety, and a premier defensive play caller. Okay. A so, premier. Steve Spagnuolo, the, the guy that spent the year out of football premier. last year. I would call him premier. Okay. Would you not? Did you not bring him up a week I think ago? He, I think he's a pretty good okay. defensive player. I want to uh, okay. premier. Okay. <laughs> so now we're splitting hairs on just okay. verbiage, okay. right? Okay. So I think he'll be good. Here's where I get concerned is the defense. And I think everyone's there on the defense. Did you know, in Doug Marone's career, let's say uh, he's coached in 40 games as a professional. Guess the win-loss for Doug Marone and penalties, meaning like his team had less penalties or his team had more penalties. How many games do I think he's had? Yeah, so there's 40 games. I think he's had more penalties than not. So what would you put the, the How ratio How many games has he coached Where would you put the ratio at? Many, 40. He's coached 40 games in yeah. Jacks. I wonder how he was in Baltimore. In Jacks, I think he's had problems. So what was the question again? I'm sorry. What's the ratio to games like win loss had more penalties than the other team as a loss, had less okay. penalties than the other I team gotcha, as a win. I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. 
So and this is out of the games we've won. We this is out of thirty four games. Thirty four games. Yes. Okay. Yes. So he's okay. Thirty four games. He's won thirty four games here. He's played thirty four games. 30, yeah. And how many times we've had less penalty yards than the other team? Yes. It always takes you so long to answer trivia questions, and I have to because really you're like you, had, you have to re ask yourself like fifteen times in your because they just don't make sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, in thirty in those many games, he's probably had. I think the Jaguars have had more penalties. 22 times okay so 22 out of 35 yeah which is a pretty we're, remarkable we're really penalized yeah so i wouldn't be surprised no, it's 20 they're 13 okay. 20 and 1 that's why i asked myself because i like to get the correct answers you, that, out my head. i mean it only takes you seven minutes okay. to re-ask yourself well, well, the question where would you have gone though there's a reason that i got the wnba question correct earlier and you can the only w- name one team. could you inform the audience you know what let's say let's tease the break let's tease on the break Here's the, here's the, uh, we apologize for our banter. This is what we do, but this is a nice little, uh, teaser for the break. You cannot cheat. No looking up the answer. And we'll tell you, we put a poll out on Twitter. We'll tell you the results we have so far off the top of your head. How many WNBA teams can you name? Don't look it up. Don't look online. Just think to yourself, how many WNBA teams can you name off the top of your head? We'll give you a chance here at the break to listen to it. We'll be right back after this break. Thank you for listening to another Jags podcast. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. This is episode 86. We got to get on to this poll on how many WNBA teams you can name off the top of your head. And let me just preface this with, I actually enjoy women's basketball. They play some good basketball. I am. They run some fundamental plays. A lot of those chicks like have some serious handles now. They really do. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll watch women's basketball. I have no problem watching women's basketball. I haven't really gotten into the WNBA um, for whatever reason. I I think one day I will, but I just haven't gotten into them. But I just thought we had a little debate <clears throat> at our favorite restaurant. Uh, at, at, at what uh, how many WNBA teams you could name and we kind of polled our friends how many could you name Mike WNBA teams off your head I think it was four four and honestly that I, and I said that was pretty good yeah one of our other buddies named almost like ten yeah and and we league. yeah and he kind of looked at us like you can't and we were like dude and that's where it kind of started it was like no dude like we're, we're not the only ones so we had a poll we put a poll up <clears throat> like two hours ago a hundred of you voted how many wnba teams can you name off the top of your head the winner with 40 percent one to two teams okay and that's where i was at i was at one what of two were they were sparks it was the, no it was the mercury and the uh seattle storm storm yeah I'm surprised the sparks weren't because less i know honestly for some reason popular. i had thought in my head that that this the uh the sparks we have like moved. What city is that again? LA. LA or in New York. New York. New York. No, they're the Liberty. <clears throat> yeah. For some reason, I thought the the Liberty had moved. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. Interesting. But uh, in second place in the poll, we had 35% of you said you couldn't name any. Wow. I get it. 18% said they could name two to four. And then 7% said they could name five plus. Okay. All right, that's a little side tangent there. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're at Another Jack's Pod. Ask us questions. We take Twitter questions, and I think we're going to try to take uh, a couple here real quick because um, we got some time, and it's really all about you guys. It's about the fans because we, we want to talk about what, what the Jags fans want to talk about. All right, so this first question is from Mike Wilbraham, and he's at Yorkshire Jags. 
And he says, is our defense too predictable or is it the attitude of guys on a losing season last year and potential Super Bowl opponents, Kansas City, this year? So he's asking like, oh, like, is our defense too predictable or did we play bad last week because of like the players on the team and like their perspective? Uh, not being able to tackle, can't cover. I don't know if there was a, a thing on defense we did do well last week. We got some pressure. We played the run well. Did we though? Yeah, shady ten carries for eighty seven yards. Was yeah, it was. but it was like a couple of big plays, wasn't it? It wasn't. Mm. Was he that good? Okay. Yeah. Wow. I. Th- I mean, I feel like they didn't. I feel like they abandoned the inside zone early when when I was looking back at the film. But maybe they, maybe they did run it all over us. I mean, they were in an advantageous position where they were running the ball more. But ten for eighty five. That's yeah. That's a lot. Eight point five. I mean, for shady, it's. So he was ten for eighty one. Ten for eighty one, which yeah. is still pretty good. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, it's splitting hairs at that point between the numbers, but yeah. But that, are you discouraged by the defense last week? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I really am. And because like we all want to think back to twenty seventeen defense that was so good, but that's not the same team. Yeah, it's really not. But the, at the same time, though, we've looked at a few plays. The Chiefs get rid of the ball so quickly. They do. But is that also an aspect of them being so wide open? I mean, it, last week was crazy. It was Miles Jack was lost on defense. Jalen didn't have a great game. Bouye actually graded higher in PFF somehow. Well, when I was, I think of it like as a coach because I coached for a number of years football uh, on the defensive side. And coaches kind of all think similar. And if you're the Chiefs, you know you get rid of the ball quickly. Yeah. If you're Mahomes, you it's a three-step drop. It's a one-step drop. It's shotgun. Quick stuff. Because you're taking the Jaguars defensive line out of the game. Yeah. So if you're a Jaguars coach, to counter that, you're playing everything press. You're playing everything cover one. You're playing everything um, up like in their face, man for man. Yeah. So the only place where you can test that safely as an offense is like to the running back to the tight end short uh these little cheesy plays screens things like that and our linebackers couldn't tackle yeah but they were they were averaging like 20 yards a play at one point yeah well they were had the big play yeah sammy Watkins. we just weren't tackling they're throwing the ball short to sammy Watkins, and then they they just weren't tackling does it worry you at all that despite them losing uh Tyreek Hill, what did he get lost in within the first? He yeah, got, no, he, he got hurt early. Right yeah. after Foles. Yeah. Does it worry you that that Sammy Watkins and Kelsey still does that damage? And, I mean, I know we lost Miles Jack, and it's kind but of... But with Ramsey and Bouye both in there? Yeah, they got yeah. absolutely torched. Because now you're looking at an offense that has literally just Mahomes, Kelsey, and Sammy Watkins. In 2017, we go back to the AFC Championship, no Gronk, no Edelman at halftime, and we lose to... The Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so where's where's the where's the issue? Is it wash? Is it a I mean I'm hesitant to blame coaches because I feel like every coach does the same thing. You're either a one high safety team or you're a two high safety team. And everything else underneath is whatever. But you're either a guy in the middle of the field playing with, cover with one, our cover talent three. though, why aren't defensive coaches begging to come here? I think with our talent, you play a one high safety. You, See ball, get ball. I understand. Yeah, that that's aspect. what Wash does. Yeah, but our players aren't performing up to the level that we think they are. Yeah, 
I mean, Bouye has Safe, not been the good. Safety's played bit. I think Bouye he missed he missed the whole team has tackles. Ronnie Harrison Quincy did not Williams, play good. Quincy Williams played bad. Uh, I don't think he played bad. He, he did got not play hurt. Good. He got hurt and like the he what he, he was he was over pursuing. I mean, that's going back to not playing in the preseason, of course. But he did not play well at all. I don't know, man. I think he was a, one of our better playing linebackers. And that's goes, over Najee good. That goes. I mean, that's I'm. They're all bad. That, that I just, know. Yeah. That goes to losing Miles so, Jack and so, being not So what's good. the solution? How do we fix it? Jake Ryan needs to get healthy. That's not happening. Quickly. That's not happening. How do we fix that this week? I don't know if you can. So you think we lose this week? I, I don't Yeah, I definitely think we lose this okay. week to Houston. They're a good team. They should have beaten New Orleans. I think Minshew could come in. Look, here you have to realize Watson holding on Watson loves to hold on to the ball. That does play into our favor. All, give us that. All of our drives were stalled by penalties. All yeah, of our drops. All of them, man. Or, there was only one drive. Drops or fumbles by Fournette. There was only one drive. Okay, the we had the interception, yeah. we had the fumble. Okay. So you had which those was two drives. A, which was our horse collar, by the way. Yeah. And then you had penalties stalled the rest of them. Yeah. But like we weren't punting a lot, no. And we that's a, I, I that's what what I think though is that's a bad Chiefs defense though. The Texans defense is aggressive. They're going to get in your face. JJ Watt's a Hall of Famer. I don't for know, a man. The Chiefs. Wendy Marcel is but the, the Pro Bowl for a reason. Two, three players don't make it. They have multiple players. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at who? JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Uh, Reader's Mer- a good nose tackle. Marcellus is a good player. Yeah. That's three. What about what about their back four? Their back four is not bad. Gibson, you got they traded for or they signed Roby in the offseason. Jonathan Joseph's still playing well. I feel comfortable torching that list of people. Torching? Yes. You have a rookie quarterback with average receivers. I hope you're Westbrook. right, and I want that to happen. Dude, honestly, who are the who are the DBs you just named? Tayshawn Gibson? Dude, we've seen firsthand what he can do and what he can't Shut do. Shut down elite corners. And he can get safeties? blown by, who have by people. Get blown by? Are you kidding me? In the Colts game, he got destroyed by was, Eric that was, Ebron. That was Ramsey. No, it was, it was Gibson too. It was yeah. Gibson worse. It was Ebron torching him. It was, who was the other tight end they have? Jack Doyle. I mean, dude, they... I don't blame that game on Gibson at all. He had bad plays where he over-pursued. And, okay. it was and he also had games where he shut down... Her- he played okay. well against Ertz, played well against Gronkowski. Okay, but so I feel comfortable being able to torch him, though, is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, Jonathan Joseph. Yeah. Is he even still in the league? Yeah. Okay, I feel him. comfortable torching him. Roby. A 42-year-old. Okay. Brandon Roby, who's been passed around now. Okay. So, Two teams, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a thing that... I'm I'm worried about. Is their front... Does their front seven have two good people on it? Yeah, they have yeah. Watt and they have Merciless. Who's the nose tackle? Reader. He's pretty good, too. Okay, yeah. so that's three, though. Yeah. And they have good linebackers. Bednarik McKinney's good. He's okay. They have some good players. I mean, man. I like him, but he's, and they he's have not a good, that good. Romeo Cornell is a good defensive coordinator. They're going to get. They're going to pressure Gardner. I don't know, dude. I I like Gardner, man. Okay. I'm telling you. I hope you're right. But yeah. I'm saying. So if we can get that figured out, man, I think honestly we need to bring in a safety or a linebacker. Yeah, I think we need both. Why wouldn't you? I don't yeah. understand why we're being so like stubborn about yeah. this. Bill Belichick has made his living off of trading. I, we're not going to do it, but trading late draft picks for veterans 
or uh, living off the cuts. I th- we I don't know why we don't do that. There's plenty of veterans out there that could produce. Seriously, like like you said, living off the cuts. Dude, you see yeah. Bill Belichick picking up people All left and the right, time, dude. Scraps. And we're out here like being stubborn yeah. about. Oh, Jared. Yeah. Let's develop this WhatsApp player yeah. that we drafted four years ago yeah. in the fifth round. Yeah, hey, I know, I know. Yeah. And like I'm starting to kind of frustrate this front office, and and I'm usually the last one to get frustrated with front offices. Yeah, because I understand that they're all doing their due diligence and they are trying their best, but we're getting to a point now where it's getting kind of pathetic. Like we were looking through the draft picks, we do it all the time. Like out of from 2013 to the present day, how many of those picks would you have made if you were GM? Jalen Ramsey, two or three, maybe yeah. Leonard Fournette, Joko, maybe we would have made Joko. You think so? Who else? Would we, I mean, Ezekiel Alonso, we kind of wanted. Yeah. Okay, so Jokel, that was, we'll throw that out the window. Good, we would have a good team, though. Earl Thomas, we would have... Uh, we would Khalil, have Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah. We would have a pretty good team. I mean, like, when you're... like, I know it's easier to say that as just, it's not your livelihood, depending on it, but we wanted those players, yeah. Dante Fowler. He was an okay pick at the time. He was, and and, uh, and he may... St- I know people don't want to hear this, but he's grading out pretty well. Others. I feel like we, we, we could produce next to Aaron Donald. Maybe. So, That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. He's so but good. you know what I mean, though? Like... I think as me as GM, I, I, and I, I would never say that, but, but dude, you're missing left and right on your yeah. first round picks. Taven, good Lord. When you have, I'm not going to say any names. When you have Gator fans that don't <laughs> know where he went to college and you're a fan of that team. Okay. He did not produce. Let's, let's clear this out. This is not me we're talking about. First of all, I'm not a Gator fan. And second of all, I knew, I did not I, tell you. I knew Taven Bryan since high school. I, I would have probably drafted Dallas Goddard. I was kind of big on Dallas Goddard, yeah. and I kind of wish we would have now. Uh, Will Hernandez, Lamar Jackson. There's a, a few players. Did the Patriots trade up for Sonny Michelle, or did they pick them after us? Uh, they had two draft picks in that one. They could have traded up, but they did have a, another first did, rounder. Did Michelle go after Taven or before? I can't remember. After. He was like the 30th he was, pick. He was after? Yeah. Dude, I would have taken Sonny Michelle over Taven Bryant, too. I would have taken a running back, though. Why? You can never have too many good players. A, a fantastic garden, Hernandez. So instead you take Gilder. another D lineman? I, I didn't I want him that. at all. I, that's the last position I thought we were going to yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They were, hey, everyone loves those value picks. I was quite round. angry. Yeah. <laughs> as angry as you were about Tyson Alu-Alu? Uh, I was probably angrier about that. I was more confused, actually. I was like, who was this player <laughs> we just drafted? Uh, all right. So give us your score prediction for this Sunday. Texan score, I'm going to say... 31 17. 31-21. That's a blowout. They have an explosive offense. Whew. And it's a rookie. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. I say Jags win 20 to 17. Okay. Well, I said the Jags would win 20 something last week. 20 Chiefs. And the Chiefs showed us that we yeah. are not as good on defense as we thought. We scored 20 points at least. Like, I mean, look, everyone, you know, you never know. No turnovers. We weren't even close to a turnover. Yeah, we were. Were we? Yeah. I'm oh, thinking, the fumble? Yeah, the fumble. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Come on now. It was not... We, at no point was I impressed with our defense. It was so bad. It was... And Gakwe, who technically caused the fumble, but it was Josh Allen who caused the sack. On yeah. that play. That's what happened. Miles Josh Jack. Allen beat a double team. Wow. All right. We got to cut out. We're getting into a little bit longer than people yeah. want to listen to. Thank you guys for listening to another Jags pod. Um, I'm here with Mike. You can follow him at Brodell Hagens. Underscore is your underscore in between there? Yeah. Okay, Brodell underscore Hagens. Uh, it's H-A-G-G-I-N-S. Can't miss it. 
the most lively tweeter you'll ever meet in your entire life. We want to say thank you to our sponsors uh, tonight. Uh, go make sure you support them. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It'll make us more popular. You got anything coming up? Anything for the Jags? Anything for your Twitter? Anything you want to pop? No, not really. You're you're having a, a watch party, aren't you, Sunday? Yes. Yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. All right. Thank you guys for listening so much. Um, and as always, go Jags. Woo!